Hello everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Random Car Guys podcast. On today's episode, myself and Heath sit down with Dustin Cowens from Stillwater, Oklahoma to talk about his Gen 2 Ford Raptor build. Uh, Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode of our car, vehicle, automotive, bike, boat segment. That thing. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot, right? Anything with an engine is what we talk about. Um, my co-host slash 50%, I guess, input in this, who knows mm-hmm. more about cars than I do and is kind of a mechanic, but mm-hmm. not a mechanic and is mm-hmm. part-time. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> work, false. Worker of cars. Uh, Mr. Heath Dean. Yep, yep, yep. Um, likes to drive fast trucks, I guess, now and build trucks. Yeah, I've accidentally ended up hobby building some pretty cool fast trucks. It is. Uh, And our guest today is a huge truck fan, but for the other reason, he also... the truck game. Yeah, he kind of likes to jump his stuff. So, uh, Mr. Dustin Cowens, thank you for coming in and and going to chat, you know, about what you do and, and the car that you drive or the truck that you drive. For everyone listening before we really dive into it. Well, let's be real. What he's really doing is justifying the cost of what's in that and why <laughs> and to by any means it well. needs to be for a daily job, which is a completely <laughs> hypocritical thing for me to say. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking some wild stuff here. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, real quick, who are you and what do you drive? My name is Dustin Cowens from Stillwater, Oklahoma, and I drive a Ford Raptor, 2017 Ford Raptor. So yeah. there's two different versions. There's the Gen 1 and the Gen 2. Okay. So I have the Gen 2. So you have the V6 one. Yeah, a lot of people make fun of me for that. That's about as much as I know yeah, about Raptors. It's going to be a full conversation. Yeah, some people right are haters now. on it, but yeah. I, I tend to like it. It's actually a lot faster than yeah. the older ones uh, in terms of speed and things like that. Uh, better gas mileage. Right. But the one thing that everyone hates is the sound. Yeah. So that's all right. So fun of you for that. So when, so it's, you said it's 2017. 2017. Yeah. So first year that they came back with the Gen 2. Okay. Well, when did you get it and why did you get it? Um, I've always been a fan. And then, you know, growing up, I'm somewhat young, I guess. I'd like to think so, at least. Um, couldn't afford the first Gen 1 Raptors just because I was in school and college and stuff like that. And then um, once I graduated from college, started working. And that was always in kind of one of my dream trucks. I've always liked big lifted vehicles and um, once the Gen 2 came out, my aunt worked at Ford and she messaged me and she's like, hey, your dream truck's up again. Do you want to go ahead and place an order? And so I got one ordered. Um, I think I got it in February or March okay. uh, 2017. What was that so, day like when you got that phone call? Um, I left work. So my bosses knew that I was pretty excited about it. And I said, hey, my uh, truck showed up. Can I go get it? And so I actually got it in Kansas. So that's uh-huh. where my aunt works. And Drove down there that day, got it all picked up and filled out the paperwork, drove back, about two hour drive, two yeah. three hour drive. Must have been the only exciting drive to Kansas like <laughs> <laughs> I was going pretty fast the whole time. So. Yeah. And I, a lot of people make fun of me because they say I don't drive fast like my wife, but uh, right. I drove fast that day. So. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to drive fast when you have a two ton truck or whatever it is now, right? Yeah. 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 Rolling 37, 40s or whatever <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, like, so when you went up to Kansas, you know, get it. But had you always been like a Ford guy before the Raptor came out? No, actually, growing up, I'd always been a Chevy guy. That's kind of what my dad had always driven. So yeah. I think you kind of get accustomed to like what a, a your family members drive. Mm-hmm. And they always tell you that's what the best vehicle is, you know. Yeah. Um, and so once I got that, that Ford Raptor, I knew like immediately that was kind of like what I wanted to stick with. But I do like Chevy still. I'm just not a big fan of the Dodge trucks. Right. Um, so 
after that, I became a pretty big fan of Ford. And then my dad actually switched to Ford after that, too. Yeah. So he really liked how it drove and everything. So. For a modified vehicle platform, and especially on ours, and we've uh, already covered that, the F-150, the Ford stuff is just it's wild. It's, it's unbelievably modular, you know, from interior parts, exterior, to performance, to engine swaps, all of it. So. Mm-hmm. And, like, growing up in Stillwater, like, I mean, you're in the country, trucks are in your veins, right? Yeah, it's. I kind of like Stillwater in the sense that it's, like, a small town, but then you have OSU there, so you kind of get, you know, that big town feel a little bit. Um, it's during so. the semesters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so um, everyone in Stillwater... They either have like farms or big trucks and things like that. So that's kind of something that we grew around in high school. Uh, if you had like a big vehicle, is yeah, kind of like the cool because cool truck parties. is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Backroading and things like you that. know that's, all about that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Backroading is like a big thing in Stillwater, so a lot of people go down dirt roads and stuff like that. And it's not because fast. it's particularly fun; it's just there's like only a limited amount of things to do, and you have that, that's all you have to roads. do. Yeah, and yeah, and there's less there's less rules. So yeah, I did that yeah. like south. We'll just keep it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what what did you grow up driving back? Like, did you? What was your high school truck like? So, my first vehicle was a brand new 2007 Silverado single cab. Um, I thought it was pretty cool back then. It was kind of lowered a little bit, had 20 inch wheels on it, um, but it was a V6, which I think that was kind of my dad's call to make sure that I didn't drive reckless all the time. Uh, same so it's probably, he told me it was because of gas mileage, but I get worse gas mileage. It actually got a lot worse, yeah. especially when we put the bigger wheels on yeah. it and stuff like that. Not so close. Yeah. Um, I think that was a, a trick at the very beginning, but uh, so that's what I drove. And then um, later on, I drove a Jeep Wrangler, talked my parents into letting me upgrade to that. And then after that, I made my first purchase on my own and got a GMC Sierra. Okay. So you've always been okay with slow trucks. I picked up. So <laughs> slow that's, trucks. That's okay. Yeah. You agree to disagree on something. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even the the Jeep like whole culture is mental, isn't it? it it's pretty. If you're a Jeep person, like you're a Jeep person. Like everyone like, names their Jeeps and has the name down the side and like yeah, we wave at each other. I think they have, like, there's a Jeep shows. wave and now there's a Raptor wave. Is there really? So, so Wait, what's a Raptor wave? It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. You just wave at people that have Raptors. It's kind of dorky. But yeah. What about the F-150 guys with the Raptor grill? That's too much. Okay. All right. So let's go. In the Raptor culture, we call that the dude grill. Okay. Yeah, we don't support it either. It's so. not supported. No F-150 yeah. is getting Raptor parts here. Just leave it with the stock grill. It yeah. Looks fine. It looks a lot better. So when, you know, when you got that, the new truck and you, was that the first Ford that you'd ever got? First Ford. Okay. Yeah. And how long was it? Like, as soon as I get it, there was always a plan to build. Oh, yeah. Any vehicle I've ever owned, it's kind of been like, what can we do to it? You know, okay. as much money as I had, let's just throw it at it and kind of see what we can do with it. So, um, like, even growing up, like, with the V6 Silverado that you made fun of earlier, um, had exhaust on it, you know, 20-inch wheels, chrome handles, the whole shebang. Yeah. And then with the Jeep Wrangler lift kit, um, bigger tires, that sort of thing. And then on my 2013 GMC Sierra, it was lifted, bigger tires, mm-hmm. new wheels, exhaust, same thing. So um, I think it stayed stock for the Ford Raptor for a month, maybe. And then yeah. I got at least new wheels. So It's impressive because you had it before a lot of parts were even available, right? Yeah. yeah. It just went with 6 by 135 method wheels. I mean, just pretty basic, but yeah. I didn't want to be like anyone else. And that's, if anything, I can change to make it like the first of or something different. Yeah. That's what I like. So. And that's one thing that like the States does better than Europe and the UK is like, 
we don't mod our cars no one likes to modify their cars like even i mean it's weird like the people who do modify their cars drive a thousand dollar banger and that's what they do to it like you won't see someone with a slammed i mean you will but you're not going to see not everyone is going to slam their supercar or their truck or we're not trucks back home but you you know what i mean like it's golden factory spec isn't it and that's you know it's like oh that's all we're going to do that's that's why it's done but you come out here and i mean you know you have all this stuff like that's the whole reason that SEMA it goes on right it's like this whole culture around modding cars yeah. and trucks so what um, what was the spec when you first got it what was like colors and stuff um, I think there was probably like six different colors to choose okay. from I think there was like just a, a sparkly blue I mean they all have like strange names yeah, so there was yeah, like yeah. a blue white and then mine's avalanche gray which was like a one year only color okay um black of course and then there might have been one other two other colors but i just don't really remember remember yeah so when you got it was it like all right we're gonna get the wheels and then let's go see if this thing can jump how long did it take you to go jump it that took a while you know jumping Well, I was expecting. Well, I guess when you've got so much, yeah, yeah. when you've got some money in it, I guess you're like, eh. Yeah, when you have a sixty-five thousand dollar base truck, you know, it's kind of nerve-wracking to launch it into the air. I'm sure everybody's seen the Gen One videos of like the the chassis, the frame breaking in half and stuff. Yeah, so shocks coming up through the (laughs) through the hood or whatever. Yeah, windows shattering, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, initially when you you like drive it, it has a lot of horsepower compared Mm -hmm. to most vehicles, and so you think that you're unstoppable. So. Um, I well, think to the, be fair, they, the Gen 2 Raptor of the Gen 1 is an unbelievable chassis. Huge oh, build, yeah. huge improvements. Um, I mean, it really is something it, it pretty formidable for, out of the gate. I've always said it's the best platform overall if you're going to buy any kind of truck. Um, it's just the engine for me, you know, for what we do. It's, you know, supercharged, you know, five liter coyote. Just change the game in it. But as far as suspension and all that stuff goes, the stock offering is an amazing vehicle. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody else from any other manufacturer is touching it yet. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think Chevy tried with the Reaper, but it's not. Right. It wasn't a holistic approach to it, you know, like Ford took to it, right? Yeah. So So what was that first jump like? Um, It was pretty scary. Uh, (laughs) So I used to run around with a couple different guys, and I still do most of them. But um, one time after coffee cars, we decided to go jump a construction site that we had seen. And so smart thing there. Casual. All driving Raptors. Yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, there was like five or six of them out there, so it wasn't like conspicuous. Raptor like, crew, everyone, yeah. everyone's out there. I mean, but it was kind of out in the country, so we weren't too worried about that. But um, the first time I jumped it was after someone who had an upgraded suspension on a Gen One had jumped it, and so I was like, "All right, well, they're making fun of me because I haven't jumped yet." Yeah. So I was like, "I guess I'll do it." And so I kind of had like a little baby jump at the very beginning, just to like kind of test the waters, but. When you're going at a hill, yeah. At like, Thanks, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. yeah sorry, we're we're, we're at. Yeah, we have a live shop in Brian. We're at, uh, let's say, the DDR headquarters. Let's call it that in Edmond, and there might be a train going by soon as well. We'll see. But Dave's <laughs> I also wo- filmed a TV show here, believe it or not. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave's working on some stuff. I guess it's taking it's taking a lot of work to get that done. But yeah, <laughs> that that first yeah. jump. So the first jump. I went up at a hill or I guess a jump at about 30 miles per hour because I was asking like the previous guy like how fast he went and mm. he went 35 so it's like okay I'll go 30 you know, yeah kind of see how it goes <laughs> I might cut this we'll see yeah <laughs> yeah I can just keep talking no, so went yeah. about 30 um it felt like I got a ton of air like 10 feet and, yeah you know off the ground and then they're like well you know that's decent 
And then they show you the video of it. And you're like, oh, that was nothing like what I really thought it was. Um, Being inside the cab, you're just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just broke everything. Um, So then the next time I went about 36, 37 miles per hour. And then I actually got both wheels off the ground that time. So um, it's pretty fun to do it. Um, It's just kind of nerve wracking. Right. But once you do it the first time, then you get real excited and you're like, this truck's pretty unstoppable. Yeah. So how long did it take you to go from construction site? And parking lot stuff to the dunes. I haven't been to the dunes yet. Okay. okay. That's in the future. So we'll have to cut back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. that happens. So, um, so got really addicted to the first jump, the first couple jumps that we did. And so it was like, how much further can we take this? You okay. Know, so obviously. that's kind of what set it off. Yeah, it was like, now I'm going to build two jump. Yeah. yeah rather than an addiction, just like going speed. fast. It's like, how much faster can I make my car go? Okay. Or my truck go, you know? Um, so after that, I started doing like a lot of research and trying to figure out like what the best suspension pieces were, like, how does that even work? You know, like going into it, I just thought the Raptor was like good to go. And so then you find out that that's like nothing. You can take it a lot further than that. You can easily drop 50, 60 grand into a suspension. So, um, so the building process now, we're not near that, you know, price point or anything like that, but I got the front end done. So now we're waiting on the rear. Um, and after that should be pretty much good to go for the dunes or just daily driving because there's lots of different styles of suspension. So the suspension that I decided on is kind of a good happy medium for on-road driving as well as taking it to the dunes for the weekend and just having a good time. Right. Because for everyone listening, like if they haven't seen you driving around town, like you daily drive this thing, like, you know, I just love it too much. Yeah. Yeah. And in two years, how many miles do you have on it? 60,000. Right. Just crossed it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so lots of driving in it and that's what i do for work because I, I drive all the time so i go mm-hmm. to norman all the time south of city north edmond so yeah so in the two years like what came after the wheels oh man that's a pretty big list we have a long time oh, okay yeah let's get into it yeah because well, i'm sure heath, heath is like chomping at the bit right here he wants well, to know because it's like completely when, when different come into it or even guys that buy raptors and there's a lot of guys that have no idea about vehicles that have raptors rolling around here it's just kind of become the thing to do especially in north okc edmund so yeah shout out to all the bros um <laughs> all the driveway trucks you're talking yeah, about that yeah, they've never seen yeah, never seen never, mud yeah they've really needed a car wash yeah um no i think a lot of those guys you know, when, when we talk to him, it comes into the shop, it's a, it's a, just get an understanding, you know, and an education about it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of concerns about warranty and this and that. And really, you know, once you kind of learn how strong a lot of the parts are, getting how modular they are, the risk is a lot less once you kind of understand what it is. And so you can take it and push it a little bit further. But I think everybody's just kind of looking for a little understanding to see something real life. So I think, you know, anybody that is listening that's got a Raptor is going to kind of like to know kind of why you approached what you did, what you chose. That is a, <laughs> he's pulled up an entire list on his phone. <laughs> you got to scroll it's down no to joke. see it all. It's no yeah. joke. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as like what, so stock is obviously pretty capable, but you're going to run into a lot of limitations when you really start pushing it and jumping it. Yeah. So when you go with a stock Raptor, I mean, they're actually capable of doing a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so they have something called like Raptor events, Raptor takeover events, things like that. And, um, it's just where you go with a bunch of guys, sign up, have a good time. It's usually one to two days. They have kind of like a motocross style course setup. Yeah. Um, and you just take your vehicles out there, have a good time and jump around and play in the mud. So, um, what you run into with like a stock Raptor is that you have limitations on wheel travel. So, um, it does pretty well from the factory, a lot better than any normal stock vehicle. And yeah. it's meant to take a hit. Um, but you can definitely stretch it out and do a lot more with it. Um, and that's kind of what we're trying to do here with mine. Yeah. So 
Um, you want me to read off? Yeah, just go down the list. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have a frame cut bumper on the front by Addictive Desert Designs. Matching rear uh, bumpers will full race intercooler, full race oil catch can, um, cold air intake by AFE. Oops, oh, sorry. Yeah. SPD <laughs> turbo spacers. Um, we got true bead locks on it, which those are not DOT approved, but that's okay. Nobody needs to know. That. <laughs> that's all right. Um, most people don't know. I have no idea what DOT is, so you're good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's no big deal. Um, so we got 37 by 13 and a half tires, Deaver leaf springs for the rear, um, KC Pro 6 gravity light bar on the front, RPG mid-travel, uh, which that's basically going to be lowers, uppers, tie rods, spindles, all the hardware. Which um, are like fully box, impeccably welded control arms. Things are like a piece of, I mean, these are really nice. Yeah. And the you clear power coated them. them just to showcase the welds was pretty yeah. cool. That was right. a unique take. And these are really impressive pieces and they're heavy. Yeah. yeah super heavy. heavy, meant for a beating. Um, and that's essentially what holds like your coilovers on the front if you do a secondary bypass. Um, so I have bigger shocks than stock, um, new axles. So when you go with like a mid-travel suspension, everything gets spaced out. So mm -hmm. your uh, lower control arms, your uppers, everything like that, it's a lot longer and that allows for longer wheel travel, which is a good thing when you're jumping. So you have to get longer axles than stock. So new axles there. Um, I went with new fiberglass front and rear. Cause it looks really goofy if you have insanely wide front suspension and then none and then stock fenders because then your wheels stick out like a bro dozer yeah it looks like you're running four inch spacers so everybody with a lifted f-150 that has no idea what wheel spec and tire size is yeah hey i, I passed the guy today he was driving a 250 platinum with the same setup it's, yeah it's not bad if you're just trying to compensating look cool i guess um so we got uh black vinyl wrap satin black camber caster kit, stainless steel brake lines, and then the pending is the rear, oh, that's a little Tiffany blue there. Yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. easy. I, I won't read the plate on the yeah. podcast. You did that uh, picture though, it's impressive. But yeah. Mm. Oh, so DOT is Department of Transportation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never mind those people. Yeah. yeah, it's no big deal. And then yeah. basically the only thing that's left is the uh, rear suspension. So okay. what we're looking at there is doing a bed cage that mounts up um, and then we're going to do 3.5 bypass shocks. Those are going to mount up through the wheel wells. So we'll cut those out. Um, and then we'll have bump stops. Uh, bump stops is kind of like your last saving grace. So okay. if you're doing like a really hard jump and your shocks basically give out, your bump stops save the frame from being uh, completely destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Which hopefully so never comes to that. So how, uh, and I, I guess the good thing is you got the truck before you got married. I did. That's where a lot of the mods came from. <laughs> I wish I'd have done that with my Mustang <laughs> when, yeah. I get, when I get it, because it's never going to happen. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, you have a wife's very good at taking pictures of the truck because you have a very good social media following. Yeah, she's kind of been like my sponsor, I yeah. guess. Like she helps nice. me out and we kind of try to make it like an evening, you know. Yeah. It's kind of goofy to go take Wait, pictures, we take of, pictures vehicles, of the truck today. <laughs> she's really good at it. And I think there are a lot of people out there, a lot of guys wondering how you manage that. Like, <laughs> super lucky. Though, right? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, awesome. She's out of my league too, so yeah. I don't know how and I did it. But. For, for everyone listening to the podcast right now, how can they follow you on Instagram and see that a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about or have been talking uh, you about? You can follow my Instagram page it's no yeti raptor and that's that's it i guess okay cool. um but yeah in terms of the truck that's where i came up with the name is that it kind of had like a off-white color yeah uh, on the original color now it's black so oh, it looks like a gorilla name, but yeah. that's how some of my people know me 
Um, so yeah. I just decided to keep it. And like going back to like what the Jeep community is, like the Raptor community now is huge as well with like the social media followings and it's, you know, you got a lot of questions, I'm sure. Yeah. And so the page kind of started out just for being fun and goofy and stuff right. like that and um, started to get some traffic, I guess. And what I liked most about it was I wasn't trying to be like, and I'm not Instagram famous by any means, but right. you know, kind of the thing about it was I got to talk trucks with people all the time. So people yeah. messaging me and that's, I used it as a platform too, to kind of figure out like, you know, if I saw something strange that I had never seen before in a Raptor, I would message someone. And yeah. Kind of, it, it was just like a networking too. thing. And for also me. like, if you have a big following, how can you get free stuff? Yeah. Right. Cause this stuff's not cheap. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I've gotten a few free things, nothing super major, but a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff was still cool. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good networking tool when you get to meet with a lot of people and talk about stuff that you like. Mm -hmm. So, and you get people messaging you all the time that don't have Raptors and they're trying to, you know, figure out how they can turn their vehicle into a Raptor or something similar to it. So, and so the whole goal, once you got that Raptor and you did that first jump was like, how can I make this a jump further? But also I still have to daily drive this. So then you're tailoring your build to do both yeah that we kind of catered the design and everything to you know nothing too crazy um, yeah but it would still drive good off-road uh, and still drive decently well on yeah. the road as well so um when you look at like different suspension styles i mean there's three link four link um you can do i-beam conversions on the front and a lot of those are just immaculate off-road they're just untouchable yeah. um, and they'll jump 20 30 feet in the air and yeah. land and they'll just be able to drive them home because yeah. didn't uh ken block has his right and mm-hmm. he did a video of like jumping his in the desert and I'm BJ like, Baldwin's got some really this is insane yeah. yeah like when that video that like block did just i think for not recently but within the last couple of months like he's jumping it like 30 40 feet yeah so ken block is actually he's got a similar design on his raptor is like what mine is yeah um it, it's a good daily design um as well as off-roading um, but when you go to something like what BJ Baldwin has, he's, I think, got like a three or four link suspension on his blazer. Yeah. It, wild, it, it'll just, you know, when he goes into a hard turn, it'll lift two tires up off yeah. the ground and, yeah. and land back down. And so, that's full Baja spec. Yeah, like, that, yeah that's a race truck. It's a race yeah. truck with a really nice body on it. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll do whatever, I mean, most people are yeah. capable of doing without mm-hmm. being too scared. So if, like, in an ideal world, if you had another daily, would you turn the Raptor into that? <sighs> Yeah, what is your end game? That's kind of what we were talking about yeah. before we came on. Is it's like you know I know where we go with stuff, but kind of what's the end game? I think eventually end game. I think that would be kind of more what I'd like to go towards. Yeah, because um, I've talked about this several times with my wife. I think you know I'm, you're so far into a build at this point. It's like you might as well just keep. I'm the sure she's really concerned. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know you spent nearly as much as some people's homes on the yeah. vehicle. So right. it's like at this point, you know, there's no reason to get rid of it, and you're so. I wouldn't say like attached, but you just really like what well, it's it like does. your child right now. Yeah, isn't it's, it? yeah. it's like, and I don't have kids right now, so it kind of is my child. Yeah, so. it's like there's usually a couple hundred grand on Trader back there. You know, it just accidentally kind of happens. Yeah, like, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, so, and I think you know, you think about like Gen One Raptors, and they're still very cool trucks, and a lot of people hold are value doing well too. Hold yeah. value well. Um, a lot of people are doing like Gen Two conversion with like fiberglass and stuff like that. And yeah, I think it's kind of a timeless piece you know i think it's something that's always going to be pretty cool and, right and fun to drive so i think eventually that would be like kind of in game uh, okay do something like what bj baldwin does but right now i kind of need to tone it down a little bit yeah and like i mean weight is a huge issue right because you have the you know the four door like 
Yeah. This thing's a heavy truck. Yeah, it's it's not like, you know, a traditional pre-runner. You think of like the half doors in the back. It's not a yeah. full four-door. So, you know, I was thinking at, at some point, like, you know, I wish I would have went that route, but it's just super practical to keep the four-door. Yeah, of course. You, and you have a dog and everything else. Like, it's... Yeah, it's just easier to... Yeah. get back in and out of it and stuff like that and so. if and when you do have kids the coolest thing ever is when you drop them off to school in that thing and they're right. like look what i'm going home in tonight right. like yeah so have you, you ever know? started or have you ever thought about like pioneering any events to kind of cater towards like where you've built that truck to what it'd be capable of you know kind of add like a little sahara type thing or even like other kind of track yeah i think i think that? that would be something that a lot of people would be interested in doing um i know there's a guy that started that raptor takeover event that i was talking about and he mm-hmm. just started it because he thought you know what's a, a cool way to network with a bunch of people across the whole United States. Yeah. So I, I think the demand is so high that you could have multiple people doing that. Um, because I mean, he even reached out to me and asked me to go to an event in March and, uh, it's all the way in Georgia. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about a 14 hour drive and then off-roading it and hoping nothing breaks and then <laughs> driving all the way back. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, you have several events going on. You're going to appeal to a lot of people, especially if it's like close and nearby. So, yeah, um, that's something that well, we've no, definitely man, thought we've about. Up and driven to Houston with drag radials in the back and bottles and all kinds of things. Race for an entire week. <laughs> that's what we back. spoke about in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, so don't shortchange yourself. You're, it's amazing what you can accomplish yeah. if you're really There's determined. So and, much room in the back of that yeah, truck. You just don't care about financial security or anything. So, yeah, yeah. it's just kind of scary to jump it all day long and then, you know, come back. But I, I think eventually, like, Closer to like end game, like what we were talking about before, I think the ideal situation would be have like an F two fifty or like a larger vehicle so you could trailer it, and not yeah, have to mess yeah. with it, and then you kind of have the convenience of a softer ride, right? You know, nothing that's like decked totally out to yeah. off road and things like that. Because so. I mean, if you have a covered trailer like Dave has, then you can have to take the fenders off and wheels to get it in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, like you can have an open trailer and get this thing. I mean, you can barely fit this thing in a parking. Spot. Oh yeah, it's it's really hard to park, and that's kind of like eventually I'd like to get another just daily that gets yeah. good gas mileage because I'm usually around twelve. So and it takes premium. Yeah, so, uh, I go through a lot of gas, and that's that's probably one of my biggest bills, honestly. Twelve MPG. So I've got a blown five liter, still kind of heavy wheels and tires, four door truck, and I get eighteen. Yeah, seventeen and a half. I think mainly it's just my tires right it now. It has to be, yeah. They're so big. I mean, I used to get like 16, 17. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it depends. Like, if, if it's if the wind's at my back, I'll get close to 20. <laughs> if, if the wind's well, aerodynamics, at me. too. When I lifted the front of mine and kind of squatted the back, because I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I completely jacked my aerodynamics. I mean, I easily gave up yeah. in these years, too. Not like I'd even I, I think it's just because you have horrid red wheels. Like <laughs> <laughs> The wheels are not everyone's favorite. Like, we and he spoke about the first episode. Like, why is everyone in Oklahoma? I say everyone. Why do people in Oklahoma go for red wheels I, I, shout out I'm low key blaming Duke I don't and, like uh, I personally don't Marie. like it so we're not going to fully blame this because he didn't bring them into the world the good thing is that you've been thinking and you are going to get new wheels and you've been mm-hmm. posting different pictures of renders on your Instagram page yeah. of like you know what looks good with a matte black truck well there's a lot of things one of being gold my absolute favorite yeah the gold's pretty cool and that's kind of like the pre-runner I don't know. I, I would say go to like uh-huh. a lot. If you look at a lot, a lot of the famous pre-run trucks, generic, they have Mike. gold. Uh-huh. Appreciate it. What's that? So way to be generic. Oh, yeah. well, well, it's like, just the coolest thing. Either that, you go old school '90s <laughs> rally cars and have white. Him. You know, I think he's trying to be nice to say he doesn't want to do gold. No, I actually do like the gold. Okay, I'll just be okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm trying to look, <laughs> no. not do gold. But black's always good to you. And I have the same set of wheels in black. Yeah, you do. In my garage. And and it's not just the wheels that you've changed in colors and stuff. Like you've wrapped the truck more than once, right? I've 
only wrapped the truck once. Okay. But I've gone through like four or five sets of wheels. Ah, uh, okay. So, okay, I'm thinking, no, you color match the fenders. That's what you that's do. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I've swapped out fiberglass a couple times. Got you. Yeah. Because I remember this what really transforms the truck, too. I mean, it looks mean. And oh, I think it's hard at first glance at it because still it's kind of those proportions right. too, similar to the Raptor. The body lines are still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so, the stance of it's amazing, yeah, and you wild. can like for everyone listening, you can see this entire build process on your Instagram page. Like Correct. you, you know, and you yeah. drove it for a while before. Well, they weren't even color matched, right? I remember yeah. seeing that. Yeah, I think that it, was like the first time I saw it. My like, this guy has like completely white fenders. Like, yeah, what is going if you on? don't know what it is, you're like, it's like <laughs> a uh, salvaged truck or something. Yeah, because the the fenders don't match. But uh-huh. yeah, it's kind of been like a a struggle to okay. find like good fiberglass uh, if you're going with like a wider stance and things like that. Um, getting the proper fitment is is very difficult. Mm-hmm. So most fiberglass, even if you have like one of the best fiberglass companies, when they get you the glass and you you usually do a test fit, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of been like a learning process. On my first glass, I didn't test fit it, just got it painted and slapped it on, and then the lines were way off. It looked pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, if you looked from it from like 10 feet away, it looked pretty good. Um, but when you got up close, you're like, whoa, this does not look right. Um, so that was kind of like the fiberglass change that we that we did. Is yeah. We did front and back, and we test fitted it a lot better before we uh, actually got it wrapped and things like that. So it looks like it's supposed to be there now. So to go back to the touchy subject of the Gen 2 Raptor is the V6. Correct. Right. Uh, I, I, so uh, not, uh, not, not, no, I'm good. We're good. But it's a good thing about, like, it does get better gas mileage, right? Like his dad no, said with his truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's the biggest lie. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. He's going to let us tune it now. We're going to put a tune on it so it'll be improved because he's got some, some go-fast parts. But when we had looked into the Raptor platform, it's obviously a super impressive platform, right? It's very popular. Um, but the EcoBoost engine, the 3.5, right? Mm-hmm. And the one in the Raptor is, you know, modified a little yeah, bit. Yeah, high Yeah. But it is pretty close to the stock limits, we found. And I've noticed, you know, if you look across the internet and we were researching it, um, and I'm curious to see your take. We haven't talked too much about it. Um, we got a little scared, honestly. We, we were a little scared to tune it, just especially the way that we tune it. You know, we're adding you know, two and three and 400 horsepower um, on the stock, you know, V8 platform, which, which can handle it to an extent. But obviously to that level, it didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but there are a lot of guys out there that definitely put exhaust on because I hear them. But I highly doubt that they... That sounds horrible. <laughs> they, yeah. That they're tuning much. But I think there's a huge gain. A lot of guys go with the pedal commanders or the, yeah. the iDrive because the throttle response is ridiculously... It's just terrible and for whatever reason. Um, so what we did find, though, for the tuning is you can really increase... And this is what I'll, I'll tell some guys when I run into them. It's like, you're not always going to go for peak power. You might pick up like 40 or 50 you know, horsepower peak, right? I mean, you really are pushing the limits of, mm-hmm. of the stock engine and some of the components. But the improved drivability that you get from that and the overall kind of seat of the pants, it, it's going to feel impressive. It's very much worth it. And especially if you go on some of the efficiency and cooling parts, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not what you get, can get that peak power up to. It's the real world factor. If you've got heat, you've got a lot of other factors. So when you've got a big intercooler, you're always keeping it at the optimal temperature. You know it's at least going to make all the power it can make. As in most people don't realize when they're driving around on, on stock tune or in 100 degree heat, poor gas, you know, 87 or 89, and it's knocking. You, you don't even realize that it's making... 30 and 40 horsepower less than it even is manufactured oh, you can in the factory. Tell. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, but for the guys that don't know any different. Sure, right. Um, so, yeah, so on that, I mean, that's kind of what we knew about it. But honestly, it's meant it's hard to leave them alone. I mean, other than V8 swapping them, I, I want to get more comfortable with them so we can offer something. Yeah, I mean, I think that was kind of like a miss. 
on Ford is not doing like a five O or like I, mean, a, I think they had to the justify the, the Ford GT build with it. I mean, they yeah. put that in enough stuff to test it. So. And, and you look at like all the different Ford pages out there, like Ford Raptor pages, all the guys that are doing stuff to the engines. I mean, you don't really see a whole lot of them pushing super crazy horsepower. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think you hit it right on the head. I don't think they're really capable of doing mm-hmm. that. They're so close um, to the limit. Yeah. And I think with the Ford GT, it's a lot more aerodynamic. So you can, you can get those, you know, numbers well, that Ford you really GT wanted. has just, it, you know, it's got just wild parts. I mean, the engine is, is basically the same structure, but it's built out a lot stronger components. It doesn't like weigh that. two just, tons. Yeah. Built yeah. up in Multimac in Canada, in Canada, Canada, whatever that meant. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's still impressive. And, and even though, yeah, it's got a sound thing, it is an impressive platform. And it is something different because a lot of the guys that I think went into the Raptor were not the typical Raptor buyers, weren't probably the typical, you know, V8 truck buyers, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is, they are so nice. It is kind of a luxury offering. And, and stock trim, man, dude, they ride, like, really nice. Yeah, no, from <laughs> really stock, nice. I mean, I mean, they drive absolutely impressive. I think that was one of the things is, like, the first day I got it and I was driving back, driving back from Kansas is, I looked down, I was going 95 miles per hour, and I thought I was going yeah. like 70. Now, yeah. The 10-speed is at the... It's a 10-speed. It's yeah. 10 so speed it's got a good transmission. Yeah. So I love it. It just, Man, I love that if, if they could pair that up with a 5.0 with a supercharger, it's game over. I mean, I know and somebody. We might have to look at that. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like a There's a shop again, in Edmond you know? that does it, that makes yeah. a lot of noise while you try to do a podcast. Yeah, it's really uh, But why haven't, why haven't you done that yet? Uh... Uh, the the honest answer is we're taking on as much as we can take on okay. really at the time um, and we've got some pretty special stuff in the works we're having to stay low key about but it's we're to the point we want to do unique and boutique at mm-hmm. the point right because it's not this isn't a, I mean, it's going to pay the bills thing but I mean it's, right. it's doing important things so I think once we find the right clientele right the right guy that wants to do it um, work out the timeline I think it's something yeah. we, we will do um, we'll see Okay. And to go back to like, you know, the people who are like racing and bar hiring these things at a high level, um, the one that comes to mind is like Bryce Menzies. You know who Bryce Menzies is? Mm. Menzies Motorsport. He does like Baja stuff, but he had, he's, he's like a Ford factory driver with the Baja stuff. Mm. Um, I'm interested to know, do they, are they V6 or are they V8s? The ones that actually like race. I'm pretty sure they're V8. Uh, yeah. But if you keep a V6 in stock trim, they are really durable. Yeah, well, they're made to be really dur- durable. So as long as you're not really pressing on it, I mean, there's enough safeguards in it that gotcha. I mean, they put it. They did a lot of durability testing with it. Yeah, it just yeah changes when yeah. you tweak it a little bit. And I think going back to what you said, a lot of these people who drive Raptors are the Edmund crowd that yeah. are just driveway trucks. They just like a truck mm-hmm. that looks really cool. It's yeah. sits. It's touch bigger than F one fifty. Like it's it looks cool. It's it the right yeah, and like road presence or whatever. But like you know, there's not that many people that do what you do there is a few but like you said it's you're you're attending to a smaller crowd and you know like you said if ford aren't selling that truck for your kind of what you want to right. do with it right unless you're like putting 150,000 whatever more into it and like doing this as yeah it's definitely serious a hobby. lot smaller uh crowd that you're yeah pulling together to do changing out the suspension because you know 95 percent of the people you know aren't going to use the truck for what it's meant for right and, you know, I've only utilized a little bit of that right now, and that's kind of the end game is to be able to utilize it like for what it was actually built for. Um, yeah, not true Baja racing, but and and to go back, like you know, when you you say and you grew up in Stillwater, you like you had you know the Chevy trucks, it was slammed, right? So you could like you still have that kind of love for the stuff that Heath oh, is doing absolutely. now with the lightnings or yeah. like the lightning redo, whatever you guys the call lightning it. The lightning redo is yeah. probably one of the greatest things I've seen in a while uh, in the truck community. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really cool. I mean, 
growing up in high school, I always wanted to afford lightning and, you know, that was definitely out of reach at the time. Yeah. Who, who can afford that in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I still slow. Yeah. <laughs> Just a tad. Yeah. Uh, but it, it seemed kind of like, you know, when you could look at a Raptor, it's like a beast. So yeah. if you think of that as like the Ford lightning back in the day, you're like, that's a beast of a truck back then, you know, it was kind of uh, ahead of its time, if you will. But um, the new ones right now, the single cabs lowered with like 20, 22 inch wheels, supercharged. I mean, the five Oh engine is just bulletproof too. Mm-hmm. So, so if we could round this out to give some like nice consumer advice to people. So when we're talking about these, you know, guys that shouldn't have these Since trucks, you right? actually do this. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, always when people come in it's kind of different levels like mm-hmm. so what's the what's the optimal setup for your guy who's just wanting a little bit over the factory like how would you approach that i'd say what you have is the middle of the road even though that's the most extreme middle of the road thing i've ever heard which is probably sure. hypocritical of me to say <laughs> yeah but um, and then and obviously i think we've touched on a lot of the extreme part but more of like if if somebody's gonna approach you like a lot of guys in in mm-hmm. like the instagram you know dms and stuff like that um sliding in there for knowledge uh what are some of those main points as far as like an intro and then to get to your point yeah i think a lot of people you know want to mod it a little bit at least make it look a little bit different than the the normal raptor that you see because they're almost everywhere nowadays they used to be more rare but yeah um i think a lot of people go with just changing out the shocks front and back so new coilovers on the front uh larger inch diameter coilover and then uh, bigger bypasses in the back that's going to give it a little bit of a a lift in the front Mm -hmm. as well so you can fit 37s uh with some trimming uh, and then beyond that, I mean, most people will just do like a upgraded upper control arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's about it. I yeah. Mean, you get a cold air on some of them and they do a few engine mods here and there, but that's probably like most of the people who end up doing upgrades, they just change out the shocks and the upper control arms. What would you say like the budget range? There's obviously going to be a, a lower end part and a higher end part sure. to every kind of level. But what would you say the budget range is on that? I mean, if you, if you change out shocks front and back, de-release springs or just differently springs, upper control arms, you're probably about 10 grand. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in there by the time you get it installed and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. Right. Not, not too far out of the realm for anybody who wants not to do crazy. it, right? I mean, I mean, it's going to improve the ride drastically too. Yeah. So. Yeah, and if you're talking engine parts, you're probably, oh, general bolt-ons in a tune, which is really all you need to do. And, you know, Sansi exhaust to an extent. I mean, you're still, I mean, you're under 3,000. Oh, yeah. Easily, yeah. yeah. For sure. Which is, and that's an optimal driving platform. I think yeah. regardless of what you would do to it, you know, uh, aesthetically or obviously suspension wise or, or, or driveline wise, um, yeah, you're gonna have plenty of power, plenty of punch. I mean, I think it drives pretty good from factory. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think what you were saying before, I think the throttle is kind of a miss. Um, just wait it feels like it. You, yeah, just, just wait till we tune you just need to tune it or do like a little throttle response uh, controller there, and then you get a lot more pep in your step for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like you have to slam down the gas pedal to get it going, and it does pretty good though from factory. That's turbo life to an extent too, a little you bit know, of turbo, turbo life, boost. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For What's sure. it like stopping? Stopping's it, good, kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hasn't good. hasn't good. hit anybody yeah, yet. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be not honest. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. Be yeah. Honest. like I was lying a little bit Stopping there. power? Have you upgraded the brakes? The brakes are not that great um, okay. from factory. That's that's yeah, definitely one good. of the few upgrades. I mean, you can do like R1 Concepts. I know it makes like a brake package for like 1200 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that. I think that's kind of like the next route uh, in terms of upgrading the brakes. Um, you can go to like a beefier... Uh, full brake setup front and back by Alcon. Okay. Uh, but you have to make sure that everything is going to fit accordingly. You're going to need to make sure that it's going to fit within the like wheel. about to end up doing that. Yep. Yeah. So that's always a struggle. Um, I've had a few people that they've upgraded to the Alcon package or a larger brake package and it didn't fit the wheels. So they'd get different wheels. Is that the six piston front, like a four piston yep. rear? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. 
You need it though. I mean, I get in a lot of trouble in my truck and, and several ones that we've built, you mm-hmm. know, they're closer to 800. Yeah, man, it's a lot to slow down. It's a lot of weight to slow down. And right off the bat, brakes are pretty decent. Well, you start burning through those pads. Up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. A problem. So I've gotten in some situations in my truck before. So yeah. Yeah. And when you go to bigger tires and stuff like that, I mean, yeah. it's just so much more weight. Rotational mass. I mean, I mean that's, that's the, the rotational weight and mass is, is such a big player on your gas mileage and gear ratio, yeah. the way the truck responds, performs. And, and that's, I think, a lot of people don't know enough of that. Uh, I hear a lot of mistakes. You know, a lot of people that will come through and ask questions. They've already been burned or they've been given bad advice. And that's a frustrating thing when you go from a $65,000 truck, you get excited about some something you've read online or something somebody told you, you get it, and then all of a sudden expectations completely change. It's like, right. well, I'll put these on here. It's, it's a complete dog. It's miserable. I have no idea why. And, you know, it's it's not too much of a change, but you got to know all that going into it because you change the tire, you need to change potentially rear end gear or at least tune yeah. around it, something like that. 10 speed gives you some more flexibility. But, yeah. yeah. Is there anyone else in town that has a, a, as much and as big as I guess as much in the build as you do? Meaning oh, like yeah. with stuff? Definitely. Okay, yeah, so you're not just like the only people. one. Baker's images uh, handle on Instagram. Yep. He's got uh, an insane Gen Two. Okay, real cool guy. We'll have to we probably actually talk to him. He'll be on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, sure. I I didn't know if you were like I mean you know you have like the core group of guys you hang out with and you get a lot of information from and people and lucky we have social media now but I didn't know if there was like a few in town that you know the last thing you want to be is the first one the guy doing all the stuff breaking everything first yeah, and then telling all your buddies hey don't do this. <laughs> no, that one, you so know, I'm telling so story. Yeah, you are. That's <laughs> true. But it justified my existence. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, so when I was talking about that story earlier of when, like, the first time I ever jumped, he yeah. was the one who was making fun of me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, he had a fully done up Gen 1 Raptor. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got the bells and whistles. That's that's kind of, like, in-game of, like, what my suspension is going to be okay. until we take it even crazier later on um, if I end up keeping the truck. But, yeah, yeah. he had the full setup. Front Have rear. you had any offers on it from, like, through Instagram and stuff like that? Um, at one point I did think about selling it. Um, and so I had it listed up just kind of like best offer. And I think the best offer I ended up getting was about like 80 grand. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you got to consider that I drive it all the time. So I had a decent amount of miles at the time. Right. Um, what does it have right now? Uh, 60, just right over 60. Yeah. Yeah. I just passed that. And so the guy actually didn't offer me 80,000 straight up. It was, Hey, I'm going to give you two cars and both of them <laughs> were worth about 40,000. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want, but it was nothing cars. that was like, Oh yeah. That, like nothing. Uh, they were like, really nice. It yeah. was like a, I think it was a BMW or an Audi. Uh, that was pretty, pretty nice, pretty yeah. high trim level. Um, and then he had like FJ cruiser that had like similar suspension as like my truck yeah not jumping but as far as like off-roading and crawling it had all that done up on it i don't Those see older value crazy too yeah really they, they don't make them oh, anymore yeah. to uh, either, uh, so. Jay Holt, shout out um he's had one for a while i know he stays pretty up into it man yeah like Absolutely. the old school ones are amazing but the oh. new ones i just don't oh, i personally right. don't i just think they look shit yep, yep. yeah i don't know why they're pretty neat i don't know but um because, I mean, there's some cool stuff coming out now with, like, the new Jeep Gladiator. It looks really cool when yep. it's done right. Man, well, that's what I was Jared thinking Mugman about getting. Cali Customs, they've done some really cool Gladiators. I'm a big fan of that in yeah. V8 swap. Yeah. This V6 stuff. Do you, I don't, I don't get why these guys with the lifted stuff want everything to be so slow. I don't know if the factory <laughs> promotes this. I don't get it. Like, yeah. Why would you not want the best overall package? I'm going to get heated on this. Right. I don't get it. <laughs> you're, at all. you're an American. You want to be eight and everything. No, I just don't understand. Such a, he knows. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's frustrating. Yeah, for sure. and well, you have talked about swapping stuff. Like uh, I think the most, I guess, most 
one who's got the most views or whatever on YouTube, whatever his name is, uh, the Stradman has mm-hmm. one, right? And he's lifted it and put his oh, Hellcat engine in. Now they, he's they trying look to put amazing it. on 40s. Yeah, I mean, like if they're stock, they look the horrible. best. To talk about bad gas mileage, it doesn't matter oh, yeah, at that point, does it? No. You know, it looks. I mean, so if you cool. regear it, I'm sure you can do okay. But. Yeah. Looks cool. Sounds cool. I ah, just give it plenty of boost. But I mean, <laughs> you know, a lot of people talk about it all the time, and you know, that's one of the things I say. It's like I didn't buy the Raptor to get good gas mileage. Yeah, you know, it it meant to. Yeah, I mean, that's saying something that's cool. It's and... so superior as a truck that it completely makes up for that. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're not thinking about you know how expensive it is Class driving down the road. Yeah, you know, you're having a good time no matter yeah. where you're going. So there's a, I'll have to remember. There's a page or like a group on Instagram, and it's like something about like not drive and don't care about depreciation or something mm-hmm. like that you know because like in within across all platforms and all different categories of cars trucks whatever it is you will have these people in every category that just buys it and leaves it in the garage and drives puts maybe you know a thousand miles on it and that's it uh, and I think every single one of those should be lined up against a wall and powered <laughs> with paintball guns and absolutely yeah. lit up with that, not actual shooting. That would be bad. Yeah, I thought you were to take that. To yeah, real, exactly. Real Give me some time. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, <laughs> I just think you know, and and that, and that goes down to like, I mean, I I know a guy who has a he has a GT three fifty R. He bought it, put two hundred miles on it, and it sat in a bubble in his shop because he's waiting so he can trade it in to get a new GT five hundred. Like, yeah. dude, come on. I mean, they're meant to drive. And I think that was like one of the things yeah. when you're talking about like the Ford GT when it came out, you know, you had to be on a list to be able to get, you know, yeah. that vehicle. And you had to, I think, also own the like prior version of uh-huh. it. Um, but I think there's like a limitation. You had to drive it X amount of miles per year or they weren't going to sell uh, yeah. it to you. Yeah. So, and, I mean, you had to do an interview video. You know all kinds uh-huh. of stuff, and, and, and a lot of guys. Two year thing, right? You can't resell it yeah. within the yeah, first no, two you years. Can't do that. And I think yeah. the first round of people. I, a lot of people, I think the guys that got the second round tried the first round, didn't get in you know, on the first got round, the second round. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was pretty exclusive. Yeah. I think they went with their obvious choices right up front, and then they really pick enthusiasts like Andy yeah. here and, and some other guys locally. That, that Is that like it. the first time a company's done that? Like, literally, had you sign a contract and said you can't resell? No. I guess the first time it's probably come out. I, I, I think Ferrari does that. Yeah. I but, think, ah, man, that's. Well, I, I was going to say, like, you Ferrari. You actually don't know those rules. Those are just. That's what I was going to say. Up. Like, oh, yeah. you want a Pista? Yeah. You want this? Okay, you're going to need to buy the. Is it the first know, time that someone has actually publicized this saying, look, we actually made people sign? And, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, for, like I said, Ferrari probably have a. You know, you have to buy a California or a Luso right. before you can buy anything. Right. Yes. And that's kind of how they right. sell it, which yeah. is ridiculous but whatever they Ferrari they can do what they want TGTV is in an interesting spot right now yeah a lot of money out do you know that story I do not uh, this is so this is a guy he's on Instagram TGE uh, what's his name is it just TGE it's uh, Tom Exton he owns he founded uh, London Muscle uh-huh. there and he's got a couple of businesses and he's also works in the, the he's, the he's got a YouTube channel and stuff UK, but yeah. he has like an Ikea spec for 488 Pista it's blue with you know yellow stripes and outrageous spec but <laughs> he touched spec. on it in, yeah I he touched on it in his YouTube channel was basically saying that like he took a serious hit because he had to buy another one and sell and it back to the dealership, right? F12. Yeah. yeah. So he had to buy wow. a 458 yeah. Italia um, uh, Spider, right? Spider. Yeah. 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 So it was interesting. He got really strung out by, oh, I don't know, it's about half a million dollars of stuff he didn't want. Yeah. So just to get like a limited one. For the Ferrari. And that's not even the piece, this is for the, the upcoming. Like whatever he's trying to get. Okay. So it's a, yeah. it's a web. When you have like, you know, I'm sure there's guys in town and hopefully we'll have them on that, that have had special Ferraris. Yeah, they can speak to this a lot better than I can because I know. can't afford these problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah. like, you know, it's, 
It's mental, isn't it? You know, you, oh, you can only have this if you spend half a million with us on two other, three other cars. Well, like, you know, the need for tax breaks can influence some really <laughs> <interesting> <laughs> <trio>. <laughs> You know? We'll okay. touch more on that in more episodes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, so outside of just like the Raptor, because you've been in it and it's been your focus for a lot of time, I know just through knowing you that there's another truck that Ford are going to do that are just supposed to release, and they always say they're going to release it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, on, on, you, on that I think everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, so the yeah. new Bronco, yes, right? Uh, I've talked to a couple different guys online about it, and um, I guess supposedly now what they're saying is that there's going to be like three to five different models of it. I okay, guess. Um, so they're going to do like I guess a little Bronco, um, another Bronco. There's going to be one on a Raptor platform. I think there's like kind of a luxury yeah uh, style i guess um so three to five i guess is what they're saying in terms of uh, uh different broncos coming yeah out. But i wonder if they're gonna almost like sub-brand it a little bit you know yeah since right. there are so many models within it yeah i think interesting. what from what i'm hearing that like the raptor platform bronco is going to be later on oh so yeah i think 2020 2021 they're gonna come out with like the little bronco and then maybe a base model of a larger version yeah and then a year or two later it's gonna be a bronco would that be something that you would trade the truck in for it's very interesting yeah um if it was like a four-door it'd be you know pretty enticing yeah it'd be kind of back to like a bj baldwin platform Mm -hmm. which would be pretty cool yeah um isn't it a blaze is this a blazer Right. Yeah, essentially, it yeah. Look, looks just like a. Well, it's like a new front clipped. Yeah. Blazer. It's a weird. It's a yeah. totally one off body. I yeah. Think. yeah. Yeah. It is custom all custom stuff. Uh, I think it's like an 06 clip on the front. Yeah. But that's yeah. something that could be in an ideal world a second car or a car of a collection yeah, we'll if you get to, to that. my wife when I get home and yeah. see. I've kind of bugged her about it, but I don't know. Well, I, is do you still have family working for Ford? No, not anymore. Oh, so but you're not going to get that. I still got that connection, though. Well, that's good. So, yeah. It, it's not like it was like a discount or anything like that. It just no, but I getting mean, alerted, you know, yeah. and things like that. So, but that, w- that would be something that would be pretty cool. I don't know yeah. if she's into it or not, but we'll have to see. It has to be like, like pretty, hey, babe, it's time for you to get a new car. <laughs> I, I've already yeah. bought it for you. I, I think Here she's cool is. with it as long as it's like pretty. That's what she always says. Yeah. If it's pretty. She's into it. But that's fair enough. Um, is there anything else useful about the rap? Because that's what, you know, he's got the rap guy here and he has the resource. And so we obviously hope people go to him. Because I'm like, I just want all these dudes that need a lot of help and some guidance. Yeah. I hope to shine a light, give them a resource. Here so who does all properly this? Modified things. Who does, who's helped you build all this stuff in town? Um, so my shop, Off-Road Addiction in Edmond, they've done a lot of the different things. Like they did the mid-travel suspension, they fit form the fiberglass, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So they've done a lot of a lot of the work that's most recently done to it. Um, but I've kind of gone over a couple different shops throughout the years. And some, yeah. of, some of those shops aren't there anymore. So um, that's who I usually go to is Off-Road Addiction. They seem yeah. to do a pretty good job. But they do, they do a lot of like super builds on mm-hmm. Jeeps and things like that. Like the LS swap, uh, Jeep Wrangler and do eight, 900 horsepower and stuff like that. So yeah, I felt pretty comfortable with them like messing with it. Cause they're not chopping the car up to put the yeah, fiberglass yeah. on. I it. was kind of like their Guinea pig. Cause they'd never really done like a mid travel, long travel suspension uh-huh. on anything other than like a Jeep Wrangler. So, um, I was like, well, I feel comfortable since you guys do that all the time. Yeah. To touch my truck. So, but they did a good job. It's yeah. And you said no you, you, you put your wheels on yourself, right? Yeah, I put my beadlocks on in the driveway, and I think he walked up and saw me do it, which I don't recommend doing that. Yeah, for all people to know, that's, yeah. Mounting your own beadlocks is is the worst. It's just, it's good to just take it somewhere and get paid for it. Yeah. 
it took me, I think, four hours. It's so. amazing to watch him like with these massive drag wheels, you know, and the way that they've got to swap these big radials and stuff. And yeah, having to do it in the parking lot. Yeah. Every time. I, th- I think the hardest part was like the weight. I mean, I think my wheel with the tire was probably like 140 pounds. Yeah. So if you've never mounted a big <laughs> before. gas mileage gone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why the gas mileage is. Yeah. Is. But I think, you know, if you've ever done it before, I think it's a good experience. And I wanted to be able to say that I've done it before. Yeah. Um, Will you do it again? now that you've done it maybe like is it something people listening and be like ah i should probably like now listening to someone that's done it they should probably not do it It, it's a lot easier if you have someone there if you had someone there it would take probably half the time yeah um and if the tires aren't as heavy but mainly you take like a bucket from home depot or lowe's or something like that just a gallon bucket and you set the wheel on there and then you set the tire on top of it and kind of force it down with soap and water and stuff like that and it slides on even if like you paid someone to do it would you still have beadlocks oh yeah you would i I think beadlocks is really the way to go okay honestly um and those have applications in all performance because you're basically just keeping the tire the rubber from actually uh, slipping on the wheel yeah yeah, it's used in racing. It's used right. in like rock crawling and then, you know, Baja. So th- there's a lot of perks to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of have to, there's a little bit more maintenance than the standard wheel. So if you're not willing to, you know, check the maintenance and look at that somewhat frequently, then yeah, you probably don't need to mess with it. But I have fake bead locks. I don't like this. It's pretty funny. I was talking crap about what people <laughs> oh, you have. There's fake bead locks on the wheels that are on my truck right now. Yeah. 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 Interim. Don't worry about that. You have, an air, you have an air intake as well that you don't use? Hood yeah, scoop. it's a weird thing. I got a hole in my ear box. That's what that, that's what that whistle is. Yeah. Side tailpipes that you just don't have, don't use. They just, yeah, just, just stuck onto the side. Yeah, <laughs> that is 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. There's a, there's a market for every car person. There's an ass for every seat. There is. I saw right. a, uh, I, so I drive, I, my daily car is a Fusion. My only car is a Fusion. Yeah. I mean, somebody passed me the other day. Quite forward biased here. It was, they passed me in a Fusion that was slammed and it had like, the wheels were cambered. Oh. Like, like Yikes. super like 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 JDM style. That's, that's somebody who had like a weird compromise. And with I'm his like, wife. hang on a second. <laughs> like, that's the same car that I have. What is this guy thinking? Yeah, she was like, you can mod it, but it's gonna be a family car. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great idea. Next time, I'm gonna find this guy. If this guy's listening, please reach out because I, I I'm just you know I'm baffled. Like it's uh, yeah sure. I, I'll never like forget uh, fusion hybrids. Uh, we were down at TX2K, I think 12 or 13, and the first time I'd met this guy, so a great friend. We don't keep in touch near enough. Michael Kelly out of uh, New Orleans. He had a, a 2J swapped IS300. Awesome. Awesome yeah. car, right? So that was my first intro to him. And dude, I was just road rage like you wouldn't believe. Right? <laughs> so I was like, we're in this auto, this auto IS300 Lexus, right? With, with, with now 7800, whatever it made. And we're just racing all around town, you know? So that was, that was my first impression. I was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. And then so the next year, he's in his work car, and it's a baby blue hybrid fusion. Mm. And it looks like, like a rental car. This, man. Yeah, so I see once a year. This is it. It's too, this is a shock on the system. <laughs> so I was like, I'll never forget. Hybrid. He was like trying to cruise around that with the same amount of road rage. It was pretty cool. So it's interesting. Uh, so have you been talking about events like that you've been to? Have you been to any like big Raptor events? No, not yet. Not um, yet. You know, kind of once you get like the front suspension done... Because I, I had to do it in phases, you know. I yeah, of course. I just drop 40 grand to get it all, you know, the way I wanted it to. So yeah. um, I've done a few things like here and there. And then like you realize that the front end is, you know, so higher performance than the rear end. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that you don't want to go to a Raptor event and then you're like, this can handle whatever I throw at it. And then yeah. you just tear up the rear end type of deal. So um, kind of waiting until get that knocked out, but hopefully yeah. by the beginning of the year. 
Nice. So. And then, like I said, you haven't been up to the sand dunes yet, Little Sahara, but no. that's something that's obviously on yeah, there. It is considerable yeah. more self-control than we've got. <laughs> yeah. Approach things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like we've, you know, the Mustang broke three rear ends in a row out of it, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good to be measured. It's good to know what well, you're going the, for. The, right, right, the right, good thing is that, like, for him, like, Little Sahara is a little bit of a drive out the way, whereas, like, the turnpike's right there. That's you know, what are you talking about? That straight three, four mile, five mile <laughs> piece of stretch that, you know, perfect road. Shit, it's been so long since you know, I actually. You could land a plane on it if you wanted to. Well, actually, I was about to say it's been so long since I street race. I actually, I caught a race today in Enid. That was nice. Race with Trackhawk. You actually like, raced like, today in yeah, Enid. In your F 150. Yeah, no, so Trackhawk okay. was right there, and I was a little bit scared of it. And I yeah. No. And uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, the Trackhawk is the, uh, it's the Hellcat swap. Yeah. Uh, Grand Cherokee's got, you know, big brakes on it, built up drivetrain, all wheel drive. And so, yeah, so my truck's an 18 F-150 XLT, uh, four-wheel drive. It's some modification beyond just the, the Pro Charger that's on it, but nothing Just fancy. a super, just a Pro Charger. Just, no big deal. Not really. I mean, we do a lot of Whipples, and the Whipples are, uh, I think, a better combo for the truck. It sounds the great. Weight. But, yeah, yeah, it's been fun. I mean, it was, the, it was the Pro Charger development truck, and it was nice for that. But anyway, see the guy. He's with his wife. I'm looking over, and I'm very work yeah. spec, right? Like, and, not, and, and, and also, like, is she kind of hot, too? Uh, no. You didn't want to embarrass him in front of his wife. Well, you did, but like, my wife's gonna listen to this. Okay, for sure. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, she, no, I mean, she looked about as good as he did. To be so I mean, he seemed like a really nice guy. So I was just he listened, but you mean, but. No, he, so, uh, yeah, he kind of looks. I see him crack the window and I'm looking over and say, so you're trying to size it up. And I've got oh. really dark windows. And he's got really dark windows, too. So I'm, I'm just, this red light's not going to last forever. You know, so I went and kicked it over in four high just in case. Right, because you always got to be prepared. prepared. Yep. And then, like, with the Ford, it's like the 10 second to turn advanced track off. And, yeah, so we do that. Light turns green. I kind of roll out. He punches it. I get on it. And so I'm four-wheel, you know, lighted up and pulled on him. Just gapped him. It was awesome. <laughs> it took him a minute to catch up. And then he gave me the thumbs up. And I was like, did you your settings were good like everything was good you know there's no excuses yeah it was good it's cool you don't have a slow puncture like is this a good deal yeah, yeah no, go. it was a real thing I was like cool man I hadn't got a he hadn't just gone in a while so just rolled through Enid of all places I'd been there like five or six years I was rolling down Van Buren and uh, well I should stop incriminating myself but, yeah it was a good time it was a good time it's good sport. Yeah. It's a good sport. So this, now all you guys are Trackhawks. I've kind of been avoiding you, like slow playing. Like if I see you live, <laughs> you're a car in between. Yeah, I'm coming for you now. Now it's out. game on. Yeah. yeah. Has that ever, like, for you listeners, has that ever been something that, that I mean, because drag racing culture in the, in the States is huge. And has that ever been something that was, like, around and always had your eye on? Like, did you want to build? If you hadn't have gone for that one jump with your new mates and your Raptor. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think, would you have gone the other way? Yeah. I think it's, for me, cars has kind of always been a thing, you know, whether it's. Yeah going fast or you know jumping it or just modding it in general i think that's something that's like always exciting yeah. once you have parts on order and they show up and then you put them on or you take it to the shop i think that's something that people get excited about so um i think that's something that i definitely would have gone into yeah I not gone the rafter avenue um and like we we're talking about before i think the ford lightning you know a newer one would be really cool It'd right be a good grocery getter you know yeah it'd be a good i mean even like the way that the way that you you know the way that Heath and, and everybody here is building them like you could literally build the ultimate sleeper. Oh, uh, we've got a dentist in Midland, Texas. That's all you got. But yeah, we've got a completely stock truck, and we kind of leveled it 
there's a couple of other key things to him. We did a stage two whirlpool with a couple extra, and he's just rolling around from <laughs> from work. I get some really funny texts from him. <laughs> so, like, pretty frequently. I'm like, can I post this on social music? No, no, I'm, I'm entirely too serious. <laughs> okay. like, I'm just going to clip out, clip out your name, and just post the text and just see what you've just said. You yeah, know? he gets super excited, like, when they get good gas or another 93 station or something like that. You know, oh, yeah. it's like, oh man, it's going to be easier race. to get. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's good. good. Um, did, did you ever think about, because there's the opposite other way too, where it's like, there's the, what's like the F-250 build that has all like the, the Mega Raptor? Yeah, there's the Mega Raptor for sure. Have you seen that's that? Have you seen those? In, it's pretty wild. Have yeah. you ever seen one in person? I have not seen oh, one. I want to see one. Like seven, oh. eight thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because it's a 250 <laughs> with like an, a Raptor kind of kit on it, right? Yeah, so yeah. there's on basically wheels or whatever. how the, that company got started is, uh, from my understanding, there's two different guys and they're kind of doing the builds. Um, and now they kind of separate it out. Okay. So there's like Defco trucks and then there's like Mega Raptor, I believe, or yeah. Mega Tracks or something like that. But anyway, so what they do is they take any F-250 platform and they just kind of beef it up. So suspension and the whole nine yards, uh, fiberglass, everything that you could think of in terms of making it look like a Raptor. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a heavy truck and they jump it. I mean... There's a video There's of a of videos going, going like right? 40 feet. The uh, yeah. the badge company who used Billet Badges is the one that does the badges for them. And yeah. All that. And it was, they did, part of that was their promo video that our badges don't fall off because we're having Billet. <laughs> you know, like, everything we do is Billet, which is funny because I had that concern. I'm like, yeah. man, this is a lot of money. We're just sticking on these trucks. And a lot of them will have studs, but some of them don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Some of that I'm like, this is like that 3M tape needs to really stick. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is 3M. Yeah. Serious wave. Yeah, no, it's funny because, yeah, all that force. And it was, it was funny. That was the first uh, promotion I'd seen from that company when I, I was like asking him questions like check this video out yeah yeah Um, are we missing anything is there anything we need to get into I think it was actually pretty impressive any more detail you want to touch on I I can cut all this out and we can roll into another conversation we need to (sighs) no really I mean genuinely I think what is going to be important in these is just trying to find yeah, something's just valuable to it. Because I think anything we talk about is going to be mainstream enough. There's plenty of people out there just looking for the information. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if they're going to find this, right? Yeah. I have no idea if they're going to be to this. But I know when I'm out and about, I like to have, you know, it's just good to have this info to be able to refer people to. Okay, so I'll, I'll listen, so. kind of close on that. So if before we get done now, with everyone listening to this that wants to get into this, that sees a Raptor that might want to buy like a single cab or like the half cab Raptor, whatever it is that you said you may have done, um, you know, what are the websites you look into? Like, obviously they can reach out to you, but what are the websites where like the pages and the Instagram stuff that you guys in the community share information at? Like actually the biggest thing that has been helpful for me is if you go on Facebook and you type in like Ford Raptor and then there you'll find like five or six different groups and all of them have, you know, 10,000, 30,000, 40,000, hundred thousand, uh, different people inside the group. So, yeah. um, what you can do is, and some, a lot of people do this annoying thing where they ask the same question 10,000 times, <laughs> but there's a search bar at the top of Facebook and you yeah. can search within the group. Yeah. So yeah. the question that you're about to ask, just go ahead and make sure that you search it first before you ask Which the same question. For you, buddy. <laughs> no, this is like forum etiquette from, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. This is just with standard practice. Ago. But okay. uh, that's actually where you'll find like people have done different things that you never would have thought about before. Yeah. Uh, it's been the most, most beneficial uh, for me is Facebook actually. I don't think cool. following hashtags on Instagram could be really good. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's what I learned a lot too. Hashtag Ford Raptor, hashtag yeah. Gen 2 Raptor, stuff like that. And then you'll be able to see like other builds that are going on currently. And you can yeah. always, a lot of people are pretty friendly. You know, if you just reach out and ask them, I, I try to be as friendly as possible. Unless Raptor bros, like super, throw them the Raptor way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Unless someone's like rude or like, you know, ask like stupid questions. Yeah. Which is not 
not a stupid question, but sometimes don't be afraid to fill the block, man. <laughs> yeah, a block a fool. Yeah, right. we got time for that. Awesome. Well, mate, we appreciate you taking an hour or more now your day yeah. to come and chat with us and share the story and show the boys at the shop the truck because it's uh, it's a piece of work, man. It's awesome. It's Absolutely. really cool to I appreciate see. Appreciate it. Uh, for everyone listening again, how can they follow you? What's your Instagram page? So you go Snow Yeti Raptor. And that's, that's Snow Yeti Raptor. I know. Yeah, it's a goofy name. It's yeah. pretty silly, but no, it's awesome. Uh, it's you're the, you're the only one that has a name, so it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to know takes, that. I guess. Awesome. Um, yeah, man, really appreciate it. Uh, Heath, anything to close on about the place up here? No, man, I just really need all these guys out here with these these Raptors to do something. So yeah. we'll give them some good knowledge. Okay, yeah. cool. And then you are, what was it, the, the, the page is at DDR yeah, Concepts? DDR Concepts. All of our on stuff. everything. Yep. Absolutely. And send maybe. messages, ask you any questions you want to know about potential lightning builds and hopefully in the future V8 swaps. If I'm slow to respond, we'll be the first. Love you. We're just really busy. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> Great. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Really enjoyed this episode and getting to know Dustin and, you know, to talk a little bit about his Raptor. Obviously, he's done some amazing things to it. And uh, we're going to continue uh, keeping in, keeping up with him on, on the process of his build. And, and we'll definitely have him on again in the past. So really appreciate you guys checking us out. And don't forget, follow us at Random Car Guys on Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Cheers.